welcome to another episode of Unconditionally Unfiltered. You sang it so much better during our fake intro. It's okay. Forgiven. Oh, it's been a minute. I say that every time. It's always been a minute. True. Wisdom. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's just dive in. <laughs> um, our most asked about episode to this day is religion. Asking about our journey, why we left, our story, where we're at now. And so that's kind of what we're going to dive into today. Yep. So we did back in 2020 talk about it a little bit, but a lot has changed in like three a, years. A lot has changed. So yeah. So it was episode two and episode nine were the two episodes. Of but, our first season. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Just episode two, episode. Oh yeah. Cool. I guess we have seasons. Um, so yeah. So go back there, but those were three years ago. Yeah, so just know nothing is the same. <laughs> and nothing will ever be the same. All right. Well, let's give a quick a quick update of, not update, preface. Is that the word? Context? Of why we left the church? Yeah. A quick brief summary. All right. Okay, Hit go. it. <laughs> well, I feel like we left the church initially for different reasons. Very different. But I feel like now we're on a very similar page. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. We're closer. <laughs> Jalen always asks me things and I always say, yeah, maybe. And it's so obnoxious. Um, I'm just a very neutral human being, you know, mm-hmm. so I just, so maybe it's a good answer for neutrality. No, maybe <laughs> it's saying you don't agree. It's not saying you're neutral. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> We're going to witness a real life fight on the podcast. <laughs> Okay. Which is usually me just laughing while Jalen gets mad. There's five minutes of rambling. Sorry, everyone. Okay. So, quick update. I'm trying to think what we can even say. Um, well, just give just give a quick two minute. Okay. Well, for me, um, my eyes were open from a friend who sent me a bunch of information that was on the church website. Some of it was off the church website. It CES was, letters. Yeah. I mean, everyone's probably heard a lot of, a lot of this stuff if you're familiar Um, and a lot of it was on the church as well that I had never on the church website that I had never even heard about. So I started diving into it, reading it, and I was just, you know, sick to my stomach. And for me, I'm a very all or nothing person. So it's like, once I know something, I know something and there's no going back and there's no justifying. And I was out. Like I went from, she acts quick. Yes. With I, everything. I went from asking a couple questions to being done within like probably 48 hours. I was done. So, I mean, a lot. Yeah. I'll let you go from there. Yeah. Um, so you left, I don't know, like July. Yeah. July it was time July. period. Yeah. Um, we tried to like do the I'm still LDS. She's not type thing. Mixed faith marriage. <laughs> yeah, marriage on a tightrope was a good podcast. We're it both listening was. to to help with that. So still recommend it. Yeah, if anyone's like still in that, then that's a great great resource. Um, yeah, tried doing that for six months. Um, it just felt like every day I was having to choose between Jalen and God is what it felt like. But it's really Jalen and religion. It was just very religion for me. It was very attached to God. So, yeah, after six months, I was just like, yeah, this isn't worth it. 
So I'm just going to choose what's tangible to me and who I love. I'm winking at it right now. <laughs> um, and then, and the family, you know, it just kind of, uh, it's not like the kids necessarily were ever stuck in the middle. I don't feel like, but it no, was just, it weren't. was just like navigating and trying to figure things out. So um, it was more our relationship. So yeah. So then I left and I'd say for me, if Mormonism wasn't true, then it felt like no religion was true. And, like, almost, like, spirituality didn't exist. So she was, like, getting into, like, astrology and, like, all this other stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, you're weird. <laughs> Go enjoy your witch stuff. Um, and then we ended up doing ayahuasca for the first time six months after that. So left in December time period. And then we did ayahuasca for the first time. So December 2019 is when I'd say I left. And then I'd probably just say I stepped out. And then did ayahuasca in June or July of 2020 or May, so. somewhere in that time yeah. time range. And then that's when I would say I finally left was during that time. So just had a spiritual experiences. We have our first three episodes that you can listen to about that. Just look for the Aya ceremony day one. I think it's episode three, four and five. So of season one. Oh, could be. Yeah, could be something. Um, you'll see it, though. So, yeah. So that was me. And here we are. So, dun, dun, dun. I would say the best way to describe the last few years was it was an unlearning. So I think like what Saunders said, if Mormonism wasn't true, then nothing was true. And that was pretty dang close to my feelings and how I felt. So I went from, you know, Mormonism, which is a very, I don't even know what you'd say, very black and white. At least how I viewed it. Yeah, I mean, and, it's very, very black and white. I don't think that's... Yeah, and then I went to, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Jesus. Um, I claimed atheist for a little hot second. And then I claimed agnostic for a hot second. But then... So many hot seconds. <laughs> so many hot seconds. But then I feel like it, it was the best thing for me to kind of drop everything. Because then I was open to everything. And so the first thing I kind of started with was meditation. And I actually started having like spiritual experiences and things were happening. And then I was like, whoa, like, what is this? And that kind of just led me down. I wouldn't say I didn't start super woo woo at the beginning. It was literally like meditation. And then I started like crystals and I got a couple (laughs) crystals and put it on my dresser. And um, I don't know. When was your Idaho retreat? Because I feel like that's when I started happening more. Yeah. Oh, man. When was that? That popped up on my time hop not too long ago. So it was probably, yeah, it was just barely. Yeah, So totally. it was probably June 2020 then. That's probably when it was. No? I feel like it was after COVID because there was no, I think it was a little after COVID. Okay. I just don't remember when. But that was a really good retreat for me because I went into that, again, feeling agnostic. And I connected with a lot of people there and totally opened my eyes. Like my friend... Well, she's now one of my really good friends. At the time, I just met her for the first time, and she kind of explained to me her belief in Jesus, and it just clicked. I was like, oh my God, everything makes sense now. Like, (laughs) this makes sense to me. And so I kind of took that home, and I told Sondra, and I was like, this is crazy. And I don't, I think you were like, yeah, I don't know, at, at the beginning. But the more I've kind of dove into that concept, the more beautiful and like the more it makes sense to me. Um, I mean, Sondra have read some really cool books like the Mary Magdalene manuscripts and stuff like that that have that are basically the same thing that um, my friend shared with me. 
Um, but I think the best thing for me for sure was just dropping every single belief so that I could kind of explore and figure out what made sense to me. So I think the theme was like unlearning. I had to like unlearn and just like drop everything at the door. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say my journey, I would say it wasn't unlearning. I would say hesitancy. (laughs) I think for me, it, at least for me, it's important to see like everything as a journey yeah. and all the beliefs that I do feel are true to still hold to those until there's other beliefs that come along and add to it. And so I even, I had a little, uh, I shared something the other day, but something that I liked that someone shared was be quick to see where religious people are right and use the jewels they share but never mistake them for the jeweler. So I just think every religion and belief system has like the jewels. And so for me, I'd say I've kind of just been on like a pursuit of finding jewels. And like, I mean, one of the big aha moments was, it was probably a month after, so like January, 2020, right before COVID when we were in Hong Kong and we went to a Buddhist temple and I like, felt the spirit or you know whatever you (laughs) want to call it but that I did I had like a spiritual experience you know so it was just like I'd say the last three years have been a lot of those experiences um so yeah I'd say that's been very helpful and I would come with come to him with all the crazy concepts and he'd be like no he's like I feel like you're more of like an analytical you know kind of mind but then I feel like six months later you're like oh I'll use a I want to check out this crystal yeah, I feel like Jalen does a good job of introducing it to me. But you have to have this, you have to figure it out on your own. You you don't like, which I think is obviously great. And I think you do a good job of sharing your experiences with whatever it is. Um, but it's like I almost have to like go deeper in the research and then have my own experiences. Well, for sure. It's just funny because I swear it happens like I'll introduce something to you and then it's like five months later, you're like a full blown full-blown in it <laughs> do you guys hear Jalen's ego right now it's I do have so I do have right a little now. bit of ego I do <laughs> but I think it's beautiful like I've watched our relationship I feel like I mean I feel like one of my purposes here is to help like expand you and I also think you're helping expand me in just a different way like I'm coming to you with all these crazy at the moment concepts that expand you and you're helping me expand in different ways especially now yeah I think it's cool yeah, our past episodes talked a lot about that. So yeah. if you want to get some more context there. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, okay, well, let's talk about how we came to where we are now and some tools that helped get us there. Um, obviously, you guys know we are fans of plant medicine. Um, I think this is a very sacred and a really amazing tool. I don't think it's for everyone. Um, it definitely needs to be used in the right setting, with the right intentions, in the right, with the right facilitators. Um, I do not think this is someone you should go, something you should go, like, just go do with your friends on a weekend for fun. Um, it can be so powerful and it's a great way. I I mean, I like to explain it as it feels like 10 years of deep, deep subconscious work in three days. Yeah. Like deep work. And I'm talking about, you know, ayahuasca, mushrooms, um, even combo, I feel like is a beautiful medicine as well. Yeah, I would say, I mean, plant medicine has definitely been, I'd say one of like the best tools 
for me. Um, I think the biggest thing is it forces me to be very intentional. And then also it's like almost like the preparation going into it starts like the process. Oh, it does. Of like downloads and meditation or thoughts or, you know, just like that whole thing. And so, yeah, I think that's been an amazing tool. When I do meditate or do breath work, I think that's also great. It's just harder for me to prioritize. I think I think now I'm in like a experimental phase of like connecting with my body, which has been like good. And I always have my journal um, on hand for that. And then, yeah, I think, yeah, I'd say that's probably, I mean, one of the biggest things for me was um, a surrender course that I took um, towards the end of 2020. Um, and I've kind of just been on like that path of teaching courses around surrender and just being present and those types of things. So I'd say that's like a, been a big foundation. And then probably the last thing is I've worked with a lot of coaches that have helped me. Um, and your journey to nobody retreat too. That was a yeah. huge turning point for you. Yeah, that was part of the coaching that I paid for. Um, so I talked about that in a previous episode yeah. as well. Yeah, so we already talked about that. But awesome tune in tool. there. But yeah, that was an amazing three-day experience. And um, that was without plant medicine, just to note. Yeah. Yep. I'd say I'd say I've had just as many amazing experiences without plant medicine. Well, for sure. Me too. So. I just don't want people to think that's the only way we're like diving in and having these experiences is on plant medicine because that's absolutely not true. I just think the plant medicine really, really helps you be intentional and go so deep and see things that it's kind of really hard to see you just see things for what they are yeah and it helps you just remove judgment yeah so yeah Yeah. so i mean there's lots of tools i feel like there's so many amazing tools out there that you can utilize that can help you kind of deconstruct and unlearn but i think i truly think that's the best place to be is like in a neutral standpoint because i don't think i will personally ever claim like a belief system again um i don't know what anyone would call what we believe anyways but i just feel like the best place to be is neutral because then you're not sticking yourself in a box and you are allowing yourself to expand like when new information comes in you're not going to have this like death trying to like battle this new information because you can't believe something different so that's been something that's been huge for me out of Mormonism is these things that come along or I have these experiences that don't align with my beliefs and it rocks my world. And now I don't feel like I have to ever put myself in that position again. Yeah. I think that's what I love so much about like the, the jewel thing I just read. It's like, cause I think also those jewels can like evolve and the way you use them will be different, you know? So yeah. I think it's good to just like find what works and understand that it's serving you for now. And it feels like every belief system always has holes or gaps or whatever. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's where, yeah, it's important not to attach too deeply to things, but I think really, I don't know, it almost feels like the experiences are kind of what are most important in figuring out your beliefs. Yeah. Speaking of beliefs, <laughs> a belief that we believe is that beliefs are it's like the most powerful thing in the world but also the most dangerous yeah i mean you look at throughout all i mean belief has like caused the most beautiful 
experiences and like creation and things that you can like see i mean like look at like the temples around the world of every religion are like so beautiful and insane but then look at like on the polarity of it all the wars that have been started because of belief and and, mass murder and just like yeah i mean even look at the division now all the division is because of belief people's belief in politics people's belief in religion people's belief in I mean, it's like, I'm right and you're wrong. I feel like it's such a, that's what I mentioned neutrality before, because I feel like being in a place of neutrality and being able to see every side for what it is and not taking a defense and saying like, well, they're an idiot. How could they believe that? That's terrible. It's very healthy. It's very healthy to like detach from beliefs. And it's hard. I mean, it's super hard because that's not. That's how we're raised. Yeah. Every, yep. And we've talked a lot about this as well, just like the constructs and things, but it's all, yeah, I don't know. Belief is, it's so fascinating to me, but it's also like something I'm always, it's always in like the back of my mind, that, that attachment, like not to become too attached. Oh, for sure. I think that's been a big lesson for us. I mean, not just since Mormonism, but also I think outside of Mormonism and I mean, we can go back to like our careers and the things that we have yeah. attached ourselves to and had to, you know, go through the pain and the suffering of leaving those things and rediscovering what we want. It's because we got attached to those and we held this belief about those things. And then we had to, you know, have that ego death or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I love that. I, I think one of the things almost like a rule that I have is, is this belief serving me or am I serving it? And I think you can make that. I honestly think that's like the best thing to look at anything. 100%. Anything. Professional, relationships. um, I mean, you honestly like name it. I think if you live by that, you start to see where you are attached and where you're not. And so I think letting go of any attachments and also letting, because eventually those things, when you start serving it, you know, they become attached to you, not just you attached to it. So you almost have to like release those. things like Jalen said and that's where I think it's the hardest so yeah so I think that's a good little rule or principle that I like to live by okay so let's dive into this is the question I get asked the questions that I really get asked especially from people who have left the church and are struggling with um they're just in the angry phase and because I mean when you leave religion and you know you think God and whatever is running this this religion you're pissed and you're pissed at God. Feel betrayed. And yeah, you feel betrayed. So I think anger is a great part of the healing process. But the biggest question I get asked all the time is, do you still believe in God? And do you still believe in Jesus? And I know this is like, this is a very... Aren't they the same person? It's like batshit crazy to even say some of these things out loud because I feel like even four years ago, if you would have said this to me, I would have been like, you're like, what? You know? So, you, yep, you, you're better with your words. I feel like we're pretty much on the same page, but I mean, I guess I can go start with God. Yeah. I believe God is everywhere, everything. I believe I am God. I believe you are God. I believe. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Say that again. I just, I don't believe God is a being. I believe God is a consciousness, a collective. Collective. Yeah, I believe I believe we are God experiencing itself. I believe that we are all one. And you know what? That's actually been very healing and very beautiful. 
to believe. And again, I'm not attached to this belief. I'm open to expanding. But I feel like coming from Mormonism where I judge people or, you know, I was very sad for people who didn't have what I had or the beliefs that I had. Now I look at things much differently. Like if we are all one and I mean, it's just like treat people how you want to be treated. I mean, those kind of things. I feel like that's a very godlike concept. Yeah, I agree. I don't think, yeah, not too much I would add there. I think, yeah, I mean, I think we are gods having a human experience. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what existed before this life. I don't know what exists after. I feel like our souls are infinite. For sure. I don't, I don't necessarily subscribe to now, I guess, our bodies being infinite from here on out, which is a big thing in Mormonism and any Christianity with the resurrection. Yeah. So, um, and who knows, maybe that still is the case. I think Christ came and showed us like the perfect unity to allow our soul and our body to like become one. Um, and just to show us how powerful we are and that we can heal. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh man, this, this topic fires me up. (laughs) Go. (laughs) Um, I, I don't think, I mean, okay, I'm just going to be blunt. This is my belief. Jesus is not coming to save us. We need to save ourselves. We are here to have an experience. No one's coming to save us. And I mean, that's so powerful to me. I think people are kind of just like putting themselves in these boxes and guilt tripping themselves and trying to be this perfect human being and just like counting on Jesus to come back and save us. But I don't think that's happening. I agree. Um, I think he gave us a pretty sweet playbook. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, some great rules to live by. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of the the stories are accurate. I just think a lot of them got twisted, and men got a hold of them and created their narrative that they wanted out there. And here Wait, is the do Bible. You, do you believe that men would use a powerful story to ma- manipulate other men? That doesn't sound like human. Yeah, it doesn't. Human nature. No, it <laughs> especially in the name of religion and power and money and blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think Christ did. I mean, you even you even like take Christ's own words. He he always gave the glory back to God. If you like look at it, it was never about him and what he was doing. And so the fact that all of a sudden like Christianity became a thing which it kind of did, kind of didn't. I mean, you have like the apostles who wrote for a little bit after Christ before they eventually were all killed. Um, but even then uh, yeah, I won't, I won't go too far into the New Testament <laughs> here. Um, yeah, I mean, even then, it they were the ones who started calling themselves Christian. They were killed, and then the Catholic Church was more or less the one that kept it going. Yeah. And if you want to look at that history, go ahead. I'm not here to bash any religions, and it's definitely probably a good thing to look into. So, um, yeah, so I think really Christ came here as an ascended being to come back to this earth to teach and show us um, what we needed to do. And I I believe in a lot of the what you read in the Dead Sea Scrolls and what he, he came to a, a very early discovery um, given a death that he may or may not have committed that helped him see his power and how he could overcome 
yeah, I guess how he could forgive himself and and see his inner power, and that had him step into that higher density at a pretty young age. So, and that's why he was able to do so much of what he was able to do. So yeah, I kind of I like to call the the concept in general Christ consciousness. If you yeah want to like do more research on this concept, that's a good term to look up Christ consciousness, which basically just means as a collective, as a consciousness, we. I mean, that we do want to reach that level. We want to reach that level of like tapping into our power to be able to heal ourselves, heal others, un- that unconditional love. I mean, all of that. Yep. I just got so freaking twisted along the way. So twisted. Okay. What other concepts have people asked us about? I mean, obviously, those are the two huge ones. What, uh, what beliefs from Mormonism do you still hold to? None. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, be kind to your neighbor, love one another. What about deeper stuff? I mean, obviously like, give that, me something. I'm my, I'm blanking. I mean, you just said one that we're gods. That's very much a, a Mormonism. Oh, for sure. So. I do. I do believe that. And it was a, such a freaking weird concept to me in the church and I didn't understand it. And anytime I asked it, I just got the answer of, we don't know. We'll know when we die. And I just hated that answer. I'm like, tell, I want to know, like, what do you mean? What do you, what does this mean? But I do think that is a concept. I I mean, I think we've said this before, but I totally think Joseph Smith was on mushrooms and I think he had a lot of things right. And the fact that we are gods and that we possibly have our own planets, I I blink I have my own planet. So (laughs) I don't think that was far off. Like I was very angry and disgusted by Joseph Smith for a long time. I still am by some of his decisions and kind of like what he did to get us to this point. But that's besides the point. I do think he was onto something and I think he had a lot of truth. And then I think the human got in the way and then a lot of crap happened. And then here we are. Yeah. I mean, the guy more or less claimed to channel ancient scripture. Which, with crystals. With crystals. In a hat. <laughs> so all um, y'all hating on the crystals, this Mormon dude literally was channeling things with crystals yeah, in a hat. I think he only translated from the golden plates once. Yeah. And by the way, this is one of the things that freaking rocked my world. I never, until I was 30 freaking whatever years old, did not... We'll say 27. No. (laughs) I was not 27. I'm just kidding. It was four years ago. How old am I? So 31 years old. 31 years old, you guys. I did not once see that picture of Joseph Smith with his freaking head in a hat until I saw it in the CS letter. And I was like unhinged i was crying so hard i was like this what <laughs> is this like no one has ever shown Jaylen me that missed the south park episode so i didn't watch south park i couldn't watch anything um yeah so yeah i mean i more just trying to identify that jules concept you know like what <laughs> what jewels have you taken from mormonism I, i'm just saying there i mean that one for sure yeah there are well, there what are about a lot you of, do you have anything coming up i mean that's definitely the biggest one i We're think yeah, I think there are some things like I know this is probably one of the most triggering places for most people who have left the church, but to me the temple was always like a sacred place to like pray and meditate and I would receive like a lot of downloads and revelation whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um and let me add to that though. Don't you think wherever you're putting your time and your intention, you're going to receive those downloads and that revelation exactly i don't think the mormon church owns that those sacred you know gifts from what they would call the holy ghost i I think i think spirit is spirit 
And I think we get guidance and directions from spirit and from God, if you want to call it God, or our angels, our guides. Well, and I think too, to like build on that, I think also you're there with like a hundred people, if not more in those rooms of all people who are seeking for like a higher level of like consciousness or so the frequency is probably really great exactly that's what i'm saying so it's like i didn't love all the hoopla to get into the celestial room there. yeah that that part was that... actually extremely triggering for me <laughs> but we'll leave that aside i don't want this to be like a whole bash thing so oh it's not bashing so i mean but i think being in that celestial room i think is actually like a very very meditative state yeah for, most for sure people. and i think the frequency there was honestly really good um outside of the dorky outfits but um so <laughs> google it if you don't know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah um so that was that was one thing that i like honestly like something i still miss today like if i could just go hang out in the celestial room like once a week or once a month like i honestly probably would you know like i think there is something there jalen's not on board you can't see her well face it's right more now, but... like the outfits and what you have to do to get into well, that's it what i'm saying if i could just show up as me we'll make one make a sacred space like that that people can go and be yeah, i want to make a temple i know we? you do we're working on it you've heard it here first guys sandra wants to create a temple which would be magical and amazing michael singer has a temple of the universe in florida yeah if you haven't listened it's to it's his, his books me- he has some really good books like his meditation and yoga place um so yeah, so that that was one. I mean, I think Christ. That's been that's probably been a harder one for me to like navigate. I think more around like the atonement. Yeah. Um. So I think that's still like something I'm still like figuring out. I mean, that's a that's a big one, and I it's a very touchy subject. Like even in my inbox, and people are like, wait, you don't believe in Christ? I'm like, well, I actually do, and I have a better relationship with Christ than I did before. But it's. I don't really love opening myself up to tell people that I know are going to shit on my experiences and like my relationship, you know, with Christ, because I just see it so much bigger and more expansive now. So it is, it's a, it's a very touchy subject, especially since a lot of the world is Christian. Well, at least in the U S a lot of people, you, you, I guess, talk with online. Um, trying to think trying to think if there's i think i think there are some good principles and teachings in like the book of mormon and um the bible and things like that that i still think are like yeah great principles so there's also a lot of other great books that are not manipulated that you can read too that have great principles in them (laughs) yeah agreed yeah i'm just saying within within religion but just trying to think of like some of those jewels i mean I do like the concept of us like choosing our families before this yeah. life. I think there's something yeah. to oh, that. I think that's I think that's a good one to talk about. I actually posted about it in my stories today. Um, I do believe we chose our experiences here. Like Sondra mentioned earlier, um, that we kind of believe our our souls move on after this. Um, I believe we've had past lives, and Sondra and I both had spiritual experiences 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 oh my gosh (laughs) i want some experiences (laughs) that we've literally seen our past lives and i'm not just talking about on plot medicine i'm talking about in meditation like so many different felt it yeah so many different experiences one was in an airplane yeah so i mean we've had really cool experiences and here's the thing i think we do not have these experiences until we're open to having these experiences because I, I have had people say, well, why didn't you feel that before? And like, why didn't you have these experiences before? And I think, again, it comes to intention. When you are open 
to anything, you're going to have those experiences. If you're closed and every good feeling you get, you just say like, oh, this is confirming the church is true. Like that's your experience. Like that's what you're going to get back. So I do believe our souls have had so many experiences before, hundreds of thousands, maybe who knows. Um, and I do believe we're going to go on. And I, I, I think that our soul in is here to experience everything. Like, like I said, God, we're God experiencing things. So I think our soul has experienced many, many things. And I mean, we can, we can take traumas. I've had traumas from past lives that I've carried on that I've had to heal from. Um, and I, I think it's beautiful. Like, you know, I think you're beautiful. Oh, thanks. Just things we all carry from life to life to have these experiences. And I do think a lot of the connections we've had, like Sandra and I have for sure had past lives together. We've had lots of like big love lives together. Like we've, we've been in love. We've been married in past lives. We've been connected in past lives. And I think we've also been different genders in past lives. And that's a different topic I could talk about, but, <laughs> um, but I mean, I think it's, I what think it's is beautiful. gender? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think it's beautiful. So yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. There was a point, but we were talking just about the soul and how expansive and infinite it is. Yeah, so. I just I just think it's so much bigger than we understand, and I also don't think we need to understand it. I think being present here and not hoping that there's going to be you know this yeah this savior that comes save us from this. I think just being present and living it up to the most to get these experiences oh i remember what i was gonna say talking about picking and choosing our experiences two days ago i was pissed as fuck (laughs) so mad why the hell did i choose these experiences i'm so mad at my soul i'm gonna have a conversation with my soul i was angry and i was like i don't i my my human does not feel like i can handle these experiences and i mean i moved through all those feelings i think i needed to be angry for a second but and i had to be angry at Jalen too (laughs) i i do think that we we did choose these experiences to have whether you know i do believe we chose these experiences and the people yeah i mean i've had i had a really cool experience where i saw char's soul and her sassy little soul was annoyed that i was her mom in this life because she's had more lives than me and knows more than me and is that not the most charlie thing ever like, I know more than you. How are you my mom in this life? So I think our, <laughs> I think we chose literally the humans, the people, the family in our life to teach each other something. I don't think we chose the people in our life because we're going to be forever together, whatever, and we need to be best friends with them. I really do think that we are here to help each other grow and expand, which leads me to this. If you have not read the Conversations with God series, I think it is like such an amazing place to start. Um that helped me heal so much after religion and expanded me in a very like beautiful and gentle way. And it just made so much sense. I've gotten so much good feedback. I used to share that book, those books a lot, but we're currently reading. We're halfway through the fourth one right now. Um, Jalen reads to me. I read it to him on our road trip, um, but it's really good. And it's really expansive. I feel like it's neutral. Like huh. I think that's what's taught us neutrality is it kind of breaks down the things that we were taught and brings it to a neutral standpoint. And it's just so beautiful. So let me just say it's neutral. If you're not attached to a belief system. Yes. Yes. If you're attached to a belief system, you will like, I would wait, find some things that you say, Oh yeah, it resonates. And then there'll be things that doesn't. So just kind of depends on where you're at. Yeah. Intention, intention with everything. Yeah. If you're going into a book like that, 
with your belief set in stone, you're probably going to be annoyed by things and not want to read it or start it or be like, this is stupid. But if you're going into it with, you know, I'm open to expand. I'm coming from a neutral standpoint. You can take what resonates, leave what doesn't. That's a beautiful part of life. I agree. Um, I think one one thought I have a lot as well just around belief systems is it's my coach like called me out on this, but it's I almost feel part of me like doesn't want to have a belief system because I was so much in a belief system. But I don't think we have a belief system. Well, that is a belief system. That's what he always challenges me on. Oh, like not having a, one is yeah, having one? Yeah, exactly. Oh. So I think for me, I think it's important. I think that's where for me like spirituality and experiences to me is like almost like the important belief system. Like wherever I feel that connection, I think is important for me to like continue to pursue. So whether that's with Christ or whether that's, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm not necessarily going to like pursue things in Mormonism because I have, because I want to go to the celestial room, you know? <laughs> so there, there are, I guess some, some different things there, but yeah. So that's always like an interesting concept. Once again, like that polarity of belief, I think is most important. I think yeah. you can have like a neutrality. And so I, that's where I just really like that jewel concept and not trying to become like the jeweler. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's awesome. Well, any other any other big concepts or things you think we could share that could help people expand or just provide another perspective? I can't really think of any. If you want something that a, re- a book recommendation that's very out there, it's going to be very different from probably anything you've ever read. The Raw Contact is really good. I feel like that's so dense, though. I don't care. I'm feeling called to share it. So, okay. um, so it's R A space Contact. So the raw contact, it's the law of one. So it talks a lot about like that unity and oneness. And there's things that I liked in there and there's things that I didn't resonate with. So I I think that's like what's important is anything that any path of like belief is like, yeah, I think it's fine to like fill out what jewels you resonate with. And like, you know, Jalen said to start this she's the one that always brings me or did bring me all these like crazy off the wall things like crystals and whatever else you were bringing and yeah at the time I wasn't like didn't resonate with me and then now they do and now I like to use them here or there or have them around her house and stuff like that so I don't know I, I think I think it's just to me belief system is about expansion I yeah. guess is what I would like define my belief system as. And there's a lot of ways to go about that. It's like using things as tools, not as, like you said, giving your power away to them. Yeah. Like I know we use crystals a lot as an example. It's not something we worship. It's not something we give our power to. It's but just they're like on a- our altar, babe. <laughs> <laughs> they're false idols. Oh my gosh. It's just a, it's a tool. It's literally a beautiful tool. And like, I don't even use them that much. I like how they look. I, f- I feel like they provide good energy. I'm not making spells with them. And even if you are, who cares? I don't judge you. Like, use them for how they serve you. Spells. Spells. (laughs) I learned something on Joe Rogan today about spells. That spelling. I think everyone's heard this. That's where spells comes from. Well, yeah. Your words are powerful. So the things you say are spells. That's why it's called spelling. Yeah. Well, I heard that for the first time. You did? So I'm glad you're Miss (gasps) Know-It-All. I'm not Miss Know-It-All, but I love when I know something and you don't. Because that never happens. (laughs) I just want to rip out your fake septum ring. That was really rude. Jalen is like very 
just for the record, oh, guys, she's it. very abusive he towards me. It. So, well, maybe I shouldn't joke about that. Yeah, that's probably nothing funny she's to do. She's very about. aggressive towards me. I am aggressive. I'll say aggressive. I'll say aggressive. Guys, he's like 6'4. He's very easy to be aggressive towards. Everyone wants to be aggressive towards you. It's not just me. Yeah, well, it makes me want to break people. <laughs> so, all right. all right. I think that's all we got. Yeah, let's end. We'll, we'll let's end, end on the here. breaking people note. So, all right. Feel free to reach out, ask questions. You can follow us on Instagram. We post once a year. Um, <laughs> it's just like this podcast. We just kind of do it when we feel like we need to do it. When so. there's a message or something we feel like we need to share, because I feel like our voices and our experiences are medicine to some people, yep. then we'll share. But we're not going to let this. We're going to. It's not going to. We're going to serve. We're not going to serve oh, crap. it. I guess it's it right. serving <laughs> us. Yeah, it is serving us. Yeah, it is. No, then it's good. It's good for us just to process. So, yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. When you're walking in, I know it's true.